Well, hello, beauties. Erica here with another podcast episode for you guys. And I'm really enjoying these kind of like chit chat kind of podcasts. I'd love your feedback to know if you are enjoying them as well. Um, the interviews are great, but sometimes it's nice to be able to break down that information in those interviews into kind of more discussion and more step-by-step and easy to absorb uh, content. So that's what I'm trying to do with these kind of one-on-one type of podcast episodes. So a couple housekeeping items. First off, I just discovered Periscope. I don't know if any of you guys are on Periscope, but I just discovered it and I love it. I am having so much fun with Periscope. I'm having fun creating scopes. I'm having fun watching other scopes. So I'll probably do an episode about Periscope later on and how it relates to YouTube and how it can help build up your YouTube channel, but I see a lot of potential in Periscope. And even Michelle Fan, who I'm gonna be talking about her um, kind of mentoring session, she talks about Periscoping and live streaming and how it's just kind of a whole new untapped world right now. So if you are on Periscope or you decide to join Periscope, definitely follow me and and check out my scopes and interact. It's such a fun way to interact with people. My handle over there is beautyvlogs, B-E-A-U-T-Y-V-L-O-G-S. So once again, it's at beautyvlogs, that's my Periscope. And uh, next off, If you're not following me on Instagram, this is a shameless plug, but if you're not following me on Instagram, I highly suggest that you do so because I am doing a huge giveaway. Um, I'm at 5,000 followers over on Instagram and I'm doing this ginormous big giveaway. So my handle over there is at beauty and the vlog. So if you're not already following me there, follow me, and also tag me in one of my photos and say, hey, you know, I listen to your podcast and, you know, I found you from the podcast. All right, so now to the meat of this episode. I really wanted to take some time and kind of share with you guys um, information that I got from a mentoring session with Michelle Fan. Fan or Fawn, I always mispronounce it. Um, I'm part of the Ipsy OS um, group, which is a group of YouTubers and kind of like a, um, I don't know, it's like a platform type thing, but there's no contracts or anything. It's just kind of like a great um, community to be a part of where YouTubers can interact with other YouTubers. We have a Facebook group. We can use the Ipsy Studios. And for those of you that don't know, Ipsy is a company owned by Michelle Fawn, Fawn and um, Ipsy does the glam bags, but they also have a little part of their Um, business or kind of part of what they do is have this Ipsy OS group or open studios, um, which as an Ipsy OS member, I don't have to pay anything. I'm just a part of it. I get invited to all the events and I get to go to the studio and film. And we have these mentoring sessions with Michelle Fawn, which are absolutely amazing. I have to say after really listening to her, I wasn't I mean, I had subscribed to her channel and seen a couple of her videos, but I wasn't like a diehard fan or watched a lot of her videos. But I have to say she is very eloquent. She's really intelligent. Um, she, I can see why she's so successful because she's very, very, um, she seems really smart and really bright. So, um, you know, let's just you know get started with some of the important points that I thought that she touched on during um, her mentor session. So one of the, the first things that she talked about is um, when it comes to YouTubers working with beauty brands. And the main thing she wanted to stress is that um, don't 
not to ever feel that you're inconvenient or annoying to these beauty bands by you know approaching them, wanting to um, get some of their product for free, or wanting to work with them. Um, or she says that these beauty brands need us, need us YouTubers, need us influencers um, to push their products and stay relevant because a lot of kind of the old traditional ways of getting their products out magazines and commercials um, it's uh, not as relevant anymore magazines are losing readership and these days and age it's easier to find tips and advice and inspiration online versus magazines so beauty brands need these influencers to push their products um, she suggested creating a PDF file or some sort of file where it's easier to show what your channel is all about kind of make it easy for them to know who you are what you're about what your brand is so create something you know have a business card have a PDF have something that easily accesses your kind of your best videos a reel or something like that so I thought that was good advice um, and the other thing is so you know why would uh, these beauty brands want to work with you versus the magazines and she says it's also these days is all about authenticity um, you know a, a beauty magazine cannot replicate that um, you know how can they they have photo shoots they have photographers they have models so in working with beauty gurus they've got that really that real girl that girl next door but the real girl something uh, somebody asked is how do you stand out from from all the noise basically she said not to focus on what everyone else is doing but on what you want to see yourself so she said that when she first got started she didn't really look at what anybody else was doing she wanted to find an, an asian girl that did makeup tutorials and she decided that she was going to be that person granted in my opinion when she started it wasn't nearly as much competition and it was um a lot easier to stand out but her point is that she wanted to create content for people like herself and that you should focus on your best attributes and what you love and so maybe you have a particular skill or style that's really unique you embrace that and you embrace it as part of your brand as part of your channel she said gone are the days of mainstream the reason that mainstream existed is because there was no internet people had to construct an idea or a person or a brand to show or a show that encompasses as many people as they can and that's why it was mainstream so in this case with the internet there's just more it's more open to more types of people and you can embrace your unique self and there will be an audience and a group of people that will resonate with you so that was a, a big point and she said to take advantage of that take advantage of those niche markets and be really targeted because that's kind of how you that's kind of how you build your brand and your channel um, somebody asked you know I feel like I'm stuck in a rut with my YouTube channel and she did say that you know YouTube has changed a lot since when she first started there's new algorithms and things like that she said that it's really important as a result of that not to really focus on the numbers because it is harder today than it was back then to get those numbers it's just so much more competitive there's just it's just so saturated and you really cannot focus on your numbers um, you know right now in this industry people are kind of numbers crazy and they want to know how many likes how many subscribers but sooner or later brands are going to be more in tuned to the fact that it's not really about numbers it's more about engagement she went on and on and on about how important engagement was um, or is and what's really important is you know 
how is your audience engaging with your content? Are they commenting? Are they liking? Do you have like a core group of subscribers or followers? That's more important in her opinion than someone who's got a whole bunch of subscribers, but she, they don't really have that core group or they don't have those really loyal followers or they don't have um, that level of engagement. She says it's just super important to just kind of cultivate that community within your channel and you know within your kind of little world that uh, that you're creating and, and it's just more important to focus on making really good content that a certain segment of the population will relate with and um, and hopefully follow and resonate with what you're putting out there she yeah she talked a lot about engagement and she said that eventually in her opinion that brands will start to see that embrace that and just be more open to that the other thing that people that somebody asked about is time management that there's just so many different social media platforms and which should, should they focus on or not focus on and michelle did say that yeah it just seems that every year there's more and more social media platforms added to like this long laundry list of social media platforms that everyone needs to you know feel like they need to be on but she believes that that's actually a mistake that you should pick and choose the social media platforms that resonate with you and that enhance your own unique personality. So she said, for example, if you're really outgoing and you have a really kind of just engaging personality that maybe the platforms like Snapchat and YouTube are really good for you because you can showcase that personality. Whereas say you're more introverted, but you're introverted, but you're really artistic, or you just have a really good eye, that maybe doing something like Instagram would be better for you because it's more about photography and beautiful images. Just look at the social media platforms and just pick a couple and then focus on those. But she did say, however, it is important to not just do one platform, to do a couple different platforms because one platform could at some point just cease to exist and then you've built up and spent so much time on that one platform then it's no longer here and so she did say it's just important to kind of embrace a couple different social media platforms but you don't need to do all of them so one of the things that she did talk about and i touched on this a little bit at the beginning of this podcast is live streaming as a new a new up and coming aspect of social media. She thinks that live streaming is fantastic, especially Periscope. And she says those are really good opportunities where you can really build an audience and just connect with your audience and just talk and just kind of be more natural and just more relaxed and be able to really showcase who you are. Because say, for example, you want to get onto YouTube, but you're a little nervous, maybe try dipping your toe into, say, something like a Snapchat or a Periscope where you can do something really quick and impromptu and it's gone in 24 hours. It's not on the internet forever. So that, that was her advice to people who also wanted to get into YouTube, maybe haven't or a little nervous or a little scared. That might be a good way to uh, first get into it. But she did think that eventually incorporating something like live streaming, Periscope, Snapchat um, is instrumental with building your view count, say, in something like YouTube because you can kind of further show who you are and just um, you know embracing your own self. She talked a lot about live streaming. She did think that that's kind of like the next frontier. She says it's something that's definitely worth exploring. 
nobody's really taken advantage of it yet. So it's, it's kind of a wild west out there and it's worth uh, checking out and maybe staking your claim there um, in Periscope or Snapchat. Some people ask about, you know, what type of video style, styles or what types of videos should they make for YouTube. And she basically said to just focus on making content for yourself. Like, make the videos that you yourself like to see. Don't go chasing after the most popular videos or chasing after what you think people are wanting to watch. Because it'll come, up, come off as disingenuous and you as a creator will be enslaved to what everybody else is doing and you won't be able to really kind of be fulfilled and spread your wings creatively. Going along that line, she did say too that it's really important to have a purpose, a voice, and a mission when you are doing a YouTube channel, not to kind of willy-nilly throw up videos or throw up content without having a singular point to hone in on um, in every video. And she says that every video you make, every content you put out should reflect that mission and at the same time should be something that you truly love. And if you don't, don't put it out there. So she says every piece of every piece of content that is out there should be a true reflection of who you are and be your best self and your best work. Ultimately, when it comes to YouTube and social media, what's really amazing about it is that you're able to create your own universe and be your own, say, number one fan. You're not having to answer to a boss or answer to a teacher or answer to somebody else out there. You are able to do what you want to do and what you feel good about creatively. And she says that's what's kind of the beauty of, your, of YouTube. And when you have that mission and you have that very clear vision of what you want, then you can, that's the foundation that you have to really build something. She reiterated the idea of not stressing out about the numbers and that even her, Michelle Fan, just a huge YouTuber, um, is not seeing the numbers now that she used to see. She said that, you know, she's got 8 million subscribers right now and that she remembers that back in the day, like in the glory days of YouTube that she said is that she had a million views a week and she says now she barely breaks that. She's lucky if she breaks that and she has you know even more subscribers now. So she says it's just it's really hard these days to stand out and it's hard to stay relevant but at the end of the day you truly need to stay true to yourself and that's the only way that you'll be able to um, differentiate yourself from the noise and from everything else that's that's out there. Uh, somebody asked about how a YouTuber or content creator should be um, compensated when they're working with sponsorships and they're working with brands and she says it really depends based on the amount of influence that you have and that's why she says engagement is, is so important that if you don't have the numbers you can say I don't have these numbers but I have these numbers and of these numbers I got this much engagement and this is how much you know people are really following me or really you know inspired by what I have to say. She said also she thinks that the best way to charge money is to do it as like a service fee. So, you know, instead of saying, like, hey, I have 100,000 subscribers on YouTube and I want to charge $5,000 for this video, that you should look at it like you are multiple pieces of a puzzle. Like you're not only the talent, but you're the production and you're the doing the, the editing and you're doing the post editing and you're doing all the social media marketing. So she says that she, you should look at each one of those things and put a value to each one of those things. And that's how you should present it to a brand. And um, you know, see yourself like a production, like a business. 
and you know you charge a separate production fee and a separate talent fee and and all that and she, that that's how, you know how she believes you should approach you know randomly or it's just there's not not a very measured way of charging for these brands as she says that she believes that's the way it'll be in the future um and you you have to break it down into hours because you know she said it, it's a lot of work it's a lot of work to put together these videos and to put together these everything the videos to the instagram posts to the snapchats it all requires hours and hours and hours of time and that should, you should look at that and look at the number of hours that you're putting into something and really consider that when people are asking you how much um you know what your fee is and so um she did say definitely don't take anything less than a thousand dollars she said unless it's a tweet uh having said that me erica saying this is you know it's michelle fan saying that so she has the luxury of saying something like that but um in her opinion she doesn't think that you should take anything less than a thousand dollars so which which I thought was interesting. You know, don't take anything under $1000 because these brands, a lot of them have a lot of money and they have the money to pay you. And that you know, look at commercials, look at magazines. You know, it costs a million dollars a lot of times to produce a commercial to be on television and this commercial will only be on TV say for 3 months whereas your content is going to be on the internet, you know, for a long time and so these companies they do have the money to pay you and so you really shouldn't accept anything less than a thousand dollars so you know I, I see your point in that but that's it so that's uh, my kind of wrap up of the Michelle Fan kind of mentorship um, talk that she gave to those of us within the Ipsy OS I thought it was a really really valuable talk she had some amazing things to say and I wanted to share those with you guys here at Beauty and the Fog. So thank you for listening and always tuning in. And like I said at the beginning, if you are on Periscope, come find me because I just have so much fun over there. I'm at Beauty Vlogs. And if you're on Instagram and you want to enter my huge giveaway, then make sure to follow me at Beauty and the Vlog because I am going to be posting about that giveaway probably within this week, uh, within about a week. All right, guys. And I will see you soon. Mwah.